0: Hello and welcome to this special Secret Cities Christmas podcast for Toriocity.com. I'm Georgia and for this final podcast of the year and to conclude my series on Rome I wanted to tell you about the magic of Christmas in Rome and the special or extraordinary Jubilee year that Pope Francis has called. Christmas is a wonderful time to visit Rome, the spiritual home of Catholicism and arguably the cultural capital of Europe. The lights and the Christmas trees, the markets and the huge Christmas displays of the Nativity all add another layer of magic to the Eternal City. Do get in touch with Toriosity.com to make inquiries about your visits and feel free to contact me on my website georgiadarrell.co.uk. I'll be in Rome over the festive season and living there full-time again from mid-January, so do please get in touch. This is also a particularly special Christmas and special year to visit Rome because Pope Francis, known as the People's Pope, has called an extraordinary Jubilee year of mercy. His intention is that the Church and the Catholic faithful focus on forgiveness during the Jubilee. It's extraordinary because a jubilee year ordinarily occurs four times a century. The last jubilee was in 2000 to welcome in the third millennium. So we're technically not due another one for a decade. The history of the jubilee dates all the way back to the year 1300. After some difficult years of war, famine and disease across Europe, pilgrims flocked to Rome and Pope Boniface VIII called it a jubilee year, and gave it special significance by granting pilgrims to Rome a plenary indulgence. Now, what is a plenary indulgence? It means a full indulgence, or full remission of sins, a full forgiveness of sins, if you like, for the pilgrim who makes it to Rome on the jubilee, repentant of all his wrongdoings. Having all your sins forgiven means a shorter time in purgatory, which is the state between heaven and hell after you die, a sort of waiting room, so to speak. Jubilees were first intended to be called once a century but proved so popular that they were increased to every 50 years and later every quarter century. There were certain conditions which pilgrims had to meet in order to be granted a full plenary indulgence and these have sort of changed over time but the major thing was to walk through the holy doors. Making a holy pilgrimage to Rome on a jubilee year means walking through the four holy doors of the four papal basilicas. These basilicas are St Peter's, St John in Lateran, St Paul outside the walls, and St Mary Major. In Italian, this is San Pietro, San Giovanni in Laterano, San Paolo fuori le mura, and Santa Maria Maggiore. Each of them has a holy door, and each of those holy doors has sort of special significance, special symbolism. These doors usually remain locked shut for most of the time. They're only opened by the pope for the jubilee. Traditionally, the Jubilee year begins on Christmas Eve with the Pope opening the Holy Door of St Peter's Basilica and designating cardinals to open uh, the other three. In the Jubilee year of 2000, Pope John Paul II opened all of them himself. But Pope Francis has broken with tradition time and again since ascending the papal throne, and so this Jubilee year has in fact already begun. The Holy Door to St Peter's was opened on the 8th of December. That date has particular historical and religious significance. It's the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, which is the celebration of the conception of Mary without sin. And it's also the anniversary of the conclusion of the Second Vatican Council. But St Peter's Basilica, with all of its religious, cultural and historical significance, is just one of four papal basilicas in Rome. And theoretically, at least, isn't Rome's most important church. The Basilica San Giovanni in Laterano, located just a 15-minute walk south of the Colosseum and built just inside the Aurelian Walls, is the site of the first ever legal Christian church in the world and is also the seat of the Bishop of Rome, who just happens to be the Pope. So, while St Peter's is very much Catholic HQ, San Giovanni is Rome's Basilica. Up until the 14th century, the Lateran Palace was also home to the Papacy and Curia. To mark its significance, the largest and oldest Egyptian obelisk in the world marks this holy church. During the 14th century, a little old thing called the Great Schism happened, and the Papacy moved to Avignon, in the south of France. On the resolution of the Great Schism, with the election of Martin V, the Pope returned to Rome only to find the palace had collapsed because of a great earthquake that had also destroyed half the outer shell of the Colosseum. So headquarters was moved to the Vatican Hill, where it has remained ever since. Today, the basilica that stands on the site of the first legalised Christian church is a Baroque masterpiece by Francesco Borromini, who is the great rival to Bernini. It's my favourite church in the world. Its façade is spectacular. The great bronze doors are the original doors to the Roman Senate of ancient days just think who's walked through those doors the interior is cool and calm the nave lined with beautiful statues of the apostles one of the most moving statues i've ever encountered is that of saint bartholomew he's the first on your left as you enter i remember being utterly floored when i first saw him standing there holding his own skin The basilica has also very cool whispering arches. I don't know if you've ever come across these, but give them a try when you visit. One person stands in one corner talking into the wall, which looks a little bit odd. What you've got is another person standing opposite, and you can actually hear what that person is saying through the wall. It's amazing. So give it a go. Now, the other two papal basilicas are St. Paul's outside the walls and Santa Maria Maggiore. St Paul's was built on top of the grave of the martyred St Paul. He and St Peter are the patron saints of Rome. It's a little bit out of the city um, and almost entirely uh, rebuilt in the 19th century after fire destroyed 90% of it. It's easily accessible on public transport. You can take the metro B line directly there and the basilica is literally just outside the exit. And finally, Santa Maria Maggiore, the only papal basilica dedicated to Mary, is located in the heart of Rome, close to Termini Station. It has a beautiful exterior and a mesmerising Byzantine mosaic in the cupola above the entrance. It is also known as the Spanish Church, as the gold on the ceiling is reputed to be Inca gold that was donated by Catholic monarchs Ferdinand and Isabella of Spain. The gold uh, was apparently stolen by Cristoforo Columbus. The basilica houses the Borghese crypt, where Napoleon's sister Paulina is buried. And it's also the resting place of Gian Lorenzo Bernini, the only artist to be buried in such an important papal basilica. All of the four papal basilicas are marked with an obelisk, and all are very easily accessible by public transport if you want to make your own private pilgrimage during this jubilee year. If you're hoping to walk through a holy door, then St Peter's Basilica opened on December the 8th, 2015, St John in Lateran opened on December the 13th. St Mary Major will open on January the 1st, 2016. And St Paul outside the walls on January the 26th, 2016. The doors will all stay open until Christmas Eve of 2016, when they'll be closed up again until the next Jubilee, which at the moment is set to be uh, 2025. So, sadly, that's it for my podcast series on Rome. I really hope you've enjoyed them. I've only really skinned the surface of what Rome has to offer. It is called the Eternal City for a reason. It would truly take an eternity to understand its many layers and its multitude of secrets. We have so many guides with varying interests and expertise here, a guide for every palette, and we look forward to helping you plan your visit. Podcasts from touriosity.com will be back in the new year with a brand new series. We now operate in over 50 cities worldwide, so these podcasts will take a very different format from my Roman series. Each podcast will be a sort of talking postcard, as we'll be chatting with guides, travellers, bloggers and experts from all over the world. We hope you'll join us for them. Thank you so much for following my series on Rome. Have a very Merry Christmas, wherever you may be. And all of us at Toriosti.com wish you a very happy, healthy and prosperous new year.